0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall guy. what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because
1: nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13.
1: On a very good morning, all. Welcome. Oh, heels. It's so close. You can almost touch it now. You're, you're thinking rugby league, aren't you? Mm. You, you mm-hmm. mean indoor. Mm-hmm. Indoor, the
0: test against India. Uh, well, that happens today, yes. Yeah, that's exactly a little right. bit closer
1: even. Yes. Eh? We can't win the series, though. We can draw it. Yeah, okay. There's plenty to play for there. There's a lot to play for there. We will talk about it as the day goes on. Yeah. But no, I'm uh, I'm all pumped about the league. So is the Courier Mail, obviously. They've got a, a, a big lift out today and all the round one teams. running only about 36 hours away now. Major news. The big headline grabber on the local front is the Dolphins have dropped Milford for Sunday's Mm. slice of history match against the Roosters at Suncorp. Uh, Wayne has been pretty forthright. Spoke to Pete Bedell, who we had on the show yesterday. Do you call it dropped? Yeah, of course he has been. What do you mean? Well, he was first choice at 5'8". There's no doubt about that. And Katoa's in there as their development But this is their first game. He just hasn't been selected. Well, in in my mind, he's dropped. Oh. Yeah. Thinking, I think
0: he's in real trouble.
1: Yeah. Well, Wayne has has pretty pretty made it pretty much clear that you know does he want to become and regain the form that you know took him to right to the top of the tree back in 2015, or is he content just to cruise through life and take his money and run? So yesterday, Felice Cafusi spoke on Milford, and, and the same message has come from quite a few of these experienced players, the Bromwich boys and, and Felice, who are. They're going to be the cornerstone of this pack, cornerstone of the team, to tell you the truth. And uh, he had a, a fairly similar blunt message from Milford. I'd love to see him, you know, fight for the jumper and fight for his spot. Um, I think that's the way he will, he will go about it. Um, you know, I'd, yeah, I'd just love to see him really turn up to training with a really good attitude, an attitude to help the young guy out. I guess that's why that's why we're all here. You know, us experienced guys, uh, we we're all here to start this club off the right way. And for me, that's the right way. So I'd love to see Milf do that as well.
0: He's had damning words, eh? Yeah, pretty but And he clear. hasn't
1: been doing that. But, You've been letting all those blokes down as well as the whole club and community. Yeah, well, the conversation on 360 and around the, the league circles last night was that, you know, well, he's had a whole pre-season. Yeah. Surely there have been those within the club taking the skin files, looking at him, his development through the pre-season, and he's got to this situation where he's not ready to play. Mm. Um, you know, it's a little disappointing, but it's got to come back on Milford's head, heels. I mean, you've been a player at the top level. I mean, y- you control your own preparation, your mindset, et cetera, et cetera, and it's clearly not right for round one for, you know, one of the biggest games that this club is going to play. Mm. There's no doubt about that. We know it's going to be a tougher season for them because it's their first year. Uh, they lack a marquee, etc. But, you know, game one, they're going to be up and about for the Roosters. There'll be a big crowd, Suncorp, history, Arthur Beetson, all that sort of history involved. And why wouldn't Milford want to be front and centre and playing a, a pivotal role in that? And he's not. Love we'll yeah. to know what you I think. I think it's
0: mental health. Yeah. Well, Don't just pass that off. I think it's mental health. I think he's not right. He's mm-hmm. not well. If he doesn't want to be where where he has now been exposed, if he doesn't want to be there, he's not right in the mind. He's dead set suffering, and I hope they've asked him all those sorts of things. And yeah. the welfare officers have been dealing with him because a player of his ilk and his the the support he's had from rugby league doesn't want to play there's trouble there's problems there
1: yeah well we don't know whether he doesn't want to play
0: just well to me he doesn't want to play because Kafuasi said he he's not doing what the other senior players are playing no. they've told they've said today he's fat and he that means he doesn't want to really play mm. but he feels he's probably got to play because he's getting all this money and he's and he always has and then guilt creeps in and he feels guilty because he doesn't feel right And, gee, there's a lot of things going on with that fellow. He should be bouncing around as fit and as fresh as he Mm. should be and was eight years ago.
1: What do you think about Bennett's call? Brighton Homes Open Line 131355 or that text line 0467 736 736. So the beneficiary is a 19-year-old. We all knew the Panthers were filthy when they lost Katoa. Uh, he, He was one that they really didn't want to lose from their system, from their nursery but uh, Bennett came a-knocking and uh, the 19-year-old headed north to Redcliffe and he got a chance to call his folks yesterday with the news that he's going to play round one.
0: Hi, John. Hi, Dad. Um, no, I just want to call you and quickly tell you um, that I'm going to be making my debut next week against the Roosters.
1: Oh, thanks. That's awesome. How do you, feel?
0: No, good. It, it caught me off guard. I didn't even know Wayne was playing his games as, as usual. He didn't really say anything to me and just kind of announced the team and and my name was said and was called out. So I'm
1: oh, happy. Yeah. Very, very happy. All oh, that work
0: huh? Yeah.
1: Hey, how good's that? I mean, for every negative, for every negative, and we know that uh, Milford now has a challenge to get himself back there, and you got to remember that this kid's only 19 and Wayne has a history of, of not you know not having have, wanting to burn them out uh, he won't want him to play all all rounds this year so you know desperately he needs Milford back there at some stage to fill in with O'Sullivan so uh, i think it's been a, a tactical ploy by Bennett to speak to Pete Bedell yesterday I mean Pete has a great rapport with him yes uh, but uh, what he had to say yesterday afternoon and, uh, you know, is all over the back page of the Courier today, is that he's thrown the challenge down to Milford to get yourself right and get yourself back into first grade calculations. Mm. L- lots to talk about, as there always is. Round one at the Bronx, Billy Walters has won that big selection call at Hooker over Corey Pakes, who's just been re-signed. So there's plenty of faith in Pakes. Um Selwyn Cobbard, fullback, we knew that was going to happen. Walsh, uh, is, they're going to give that fractured eye socket one more week for Reese Walsh. So that puts Jesse Athens on the wing. They won't lose anything there. Mm-hmm. But
0: what happens if G.I. comes out? <laughs> right. So Selwyn Cobbard, they reckon they're about to release the Greg GI Ingers on Penrith. Right, what happens if G.I. appears? <laughs> is Walsh going to make it back in? <laughs> So, if he really has a slicing game at fullback, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that's a hard one to swatch and put him do. back on the wing.
1: Yeah. 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 He could well do. So, Marty Topo, who's on the bench, uh, so adds that starch to the Broncos bench. He spoke about Cobo moving to fullback for the Bronx. Mate, he's a phenomenal talent uh, Sal and Cobo, you know, and our, you know, Bruce Walsh. Um,
0: a lot of youngsters are just talent, sort of. A bit unorthodox the way that they play, but it's uh, it's amazing in this game, in this day and age. Uh, you've got to be different
1: to be uh, a stand-up. and is definitely a stand-up play for us. No, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Uh, I, this is the season that I'm really, really excited about. Cobbo, we're every place. Put him in the front row; he'll be a thriller. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder what that
0: ortho, orth, unorthodoxy is. You didn't really know they're that unorthodox, did we?
1: Yeah, ad lib. Yeah. He's, there's plenty of ad lib about him, but uh, uh, and don't worry, he'll get tested. There's a bloke called Cleary throwing bombs. on at him, so uh, it, it'll it'll be a ton of fun that match. Uh, Topo also spoke about Flegler. Obviously, Flegler's heading to the peninsula next year, uh, and, and what we can expect from him. I've been through uh, Tommy Flegler's position where you know f- uh, boiled over
0: a bit too much, and you know, I've got a few suspensions here and there. I think he's learned his his. Uh, over the time. Um, but it's not so much for me telling him what to do. It's I guess it's all, all actions and uh, seeing where he is comfortable and where he thinks it'll uh, help. Um, but, look, he's doing well. He's doing well. I love his He's, he's slowly working on his, his aggression, but you don't really want to take that away, um, especially in this game of dominance. Uh, I hope the movie you went and saw was good. Marty Tahoe, Topo.
1: Good.
0: Sounds like he's in the foyer of a movie cinema, doesn't he? <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so his actions too. He's talking about Tom Flegler's actions. Marty, oh, I want him to be a little more disciplined at times too now at the Broncos than he was at the yeah. sea Eagles.
1: Well, I tell you, I'm pretty excited about our Broncos chat today. We've got Lee Briers, who's their new development coach at the Bronx. He he is a great mate of Alfie and Kevy, and it was Kevy who reached out for him. He, he, he was comfortable in England. I mean, he played 425 games <laughs> in Super League, mainly with Warrington. So Alfie and Kev know him really, really well. He was up to eight hundred games. Hills coaching and playing. He was with the, in the Wigan system, uh, and he's come he's come over here. So he'll give us a little insight into how things are going down there at Red Hill. Just, and, and I'm really looking forward to, to tapping his brain because there's few better league brains in the world than mm-hmm. Lee Rise. One of the uh,
0: old pom's who could straighten you
1: up pretty quick. Yeah. And he'll have a little bit to say about Herbie Farnworth and uh, and Flegler moving as well, and and you know what it's been like inside the four walls since the reaction to those two signings that came pretty much back to back last week. So they've got Penrith Friday night, and that's a game that we're we're really really looking forward to. So much more to talk about. We're, we'll get through that. No Pappenhausen for the Storm for eight weeks. They're saying Will Warbrick comes in on the wing. The Rugby Sevens stars Tommy Turbo's coming back for Anthony Seabold's Manly, which is great. Kikau and Marnie will start for the dogs. There's headline stories all over as we await round one of the comp. But I tell you what, you haven't
0: slept. Did you sleep last night?
1: Uh well, not much. much. No,
0: I was well, oh. I was pretty excited during the day. I mean, well, did you sleep in a footy jersey? Maybe you put your old Bundy Brothers jersey on and go to bed last night.
1: Sadly, most of the footy jerseys I've been given don't fit these days. Oh, you know,
0: if you had a modern one,
1: <laughs> which my wife has mentioned to me on uh, uh, on plenty of occasions. Quiet, I, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about cricket in a sec, but uh, first of our text this morning, and the text line is 0467 736, 736 Anthony Milford, Hall of Fame of Unfulfilled mm-hmm. Talent. Yeah, look. Right at the moment, and I think that's Oscar from the Valley, Oscar. I've, I've probably got to agree with you. Um, as I said, silky skills and wonderful to watch when he's at his peak and he's he's fit and he's firing. I, but
0: I don't remember them.
1: I do. I, I do. I, Last I,
0: year he had one game, didn't he? He played yeah. pretty good. One game and scored one or two tries.
1: Yeah, but you are paid to perform a little bit better yeah, than one game. I
0: don't think he's. I don't think he's what right, right, mate. Now I and mean, I think Ashton Agar is the same. There's two athletes I worry about. Their photo in the paper today. Does not indicate a man who wants to be in his in his training singlet, about um, to go to a big game.
1: All over the back page. He's
0: he's really really stressed.
1: Hey, you! I know you went to work yesterday, but I didn't have to. Well, no, I don't have a daytime no, job. You, just, you probably <laughs> played a bit of footy. Understand you? No, I didn't. I went straight home and watched Ball. Yes, what a uh, test it was. Yeah, Ah Vanessa's arrived. She's shaking her head. She was watching, and it wasn't good fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, h- history was on the line, either result. Right. So that kind of made it very exciting, didn't it? Mm. You know so, what
0: I'm upset about again is the headlines. What the headlines? Baseball blown up. Oh. Right, <laughs> right. That's the big. That's the right. big headline. And then there's one digital headline: is England's 22-year humil- humiliation. Oh, well, that was
1: a joke, that headline. Fair to You're right. They're clickbait.
0: I've never even, and then I, I had to go through that article about four times at different times of the day <laughs> this morning to find where the humiliation was. Not one mention of it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just oh, rubbish. Oh, you know
1: by now. Yeah, it's what see, they do. It doesn't mean was, we have to accept it. That was Heels <laughs> on his soapbox yesterday. <laughs> hey, um, just quickly. Well, if you're only catching up, the Kiwis won the test. Uh, And they're only the fourth team in Test history to win after being forced to follow on or being asked to follow on. You know when um, the others were? uh, Yeah, I've got a list of them here.
0: 1894.
1: Yeah, (laughs) one of them was. (laughs) They're they're well apart. So
0: 1981 was Botham's Ashes Mm -hmm. in England. and 2001, that Indian one where um, Steve Waugh put India back in in Mm -hmm. again. That's it.
1: Uh, And (laughs) it's only the second... One-run victory in Test match history. Do you yeah. know when the other one was? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, us against the West Indies. <laughs> yeah, 1993. Yeah, and there's been Adelope. I
0: think four Tests with a two-run victory. Mm. So this is one of the that is one of the top ten Tests there's ever been played. No,
1: it was just riveting viewing yesterday, and, I, and it, when I walked out of the studio, Vanessa, it was all over the screens here, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. You Couldn't take your eyes off it. Uh, well, we'll talk a little bit more about that, and we've, we've got some audio from that match from both Stokes and, uh, and and that dramatic last ball when Wagner got Anderson. But will we'll, was we'll, that bad? It was good. That ball. <laughs> yeah, and, well, I tell you what, the ball before probably should have been called for wide, which mm. would have draw, which would have drawn them level. Uh, there was a bit of debate on the TV as to no, how it wasn't I don't called. think it was
0: a test match wide. No, it was it was close though. Yeah, I'll I tell you I what, really it was close to
1: it, it. anyway.